Hey, everybody. Welcome to One Night in Pinehurst. This is your co-host, Alex B. I'm here with my other co-host, Maddie P. Maddie, who's this other guy with us? Why is I, he I, here and why does he keep getting invited back? I don't know. I think the Zoom room might be open and he might have snuck in. It's a rando. He's definitely not anybody that should, should be on the podcast. Backdoor in the old Zoom. Hat. Identity yeah. theft is not a joke, Alex. <laughs> you know what, Gibson? You got to get off the Broncos right now, especially um, from a fantasy perspective, or we're uh-huh. not going to let you back. Yep. No mentions this week. I think you've your quota has been fulfilled, and we're going to all I take a break. I committed to it. That was the bet. Um, yeah. The side bet that we made was Alex would get to uh, run with with the uh, running backs, tight end, defense. I'd have my pick of the week, um, uh-huh. and uh, and I would not select a Bronco. And I'm not going to try and talk anyone into um, <laughs> Jalen Virgil. However, I did run four three seven at the combine. And you know what? As, wait, as wait, host. wait. Should we talk about the safety who tried to pivot over to him on that play, but fell, and he literally had a wide open free run? Or are we just I mean, going to look the other way on that? We'll look the other way today. Okay, that's fine. That's why I asked. I want to be fair. I'm going full authoritarian today, Gibby, and that's the last time you're even allowed to talk about the Broncos. Fair. <laughs> no more mentions. All right. Um, oh, boy. Or, do off. we turn the show off now? Yeah, we're done. That's it. You guys are on your own this week. We're sorry. No, so um, let's let's dig into last week. What we got right, what we got wrong. Uh, we are officially the $9 boys, not the Billy yeah. Boo right now. Uh-huh. And brick, brick by brick. Look. If if you invested with us back in week three and forty dollars would all of a sudden turn into over a hundred. So yeah. um yeah. you know who else can offer that that kind of return in this market? That I mean that's better than a bank. Any CD you're gonna find out there, just about every tech stock, not a bad investment. Maybe there's a CD that can invest a little bit more later. Uh yeah. um, yeah. um um, not to go there, but <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> so last week's winner, um, they had Justin Fields with 40 points, Jeff Wilson Jr. with 21, James Connor with 22, Christian Kirk with 27, Tyreek with almost 13, CD Lamb with 32, Cole Komet with another 21, Jonathan Taylor 23, and the Vikings defense with 15. What did you see from our lineup that gives you hope, Alex or Maddie, um, that, gosh, we're, we're getting close. We're, we're kind of hinting at this. We found that's value. We, yeah, we yeah. nailed that Jonathan Taylor tailback pick. That was huge. Yep. Nailed Jeff Wilson Jr. Finding value right now has been our strong point. It's yep. uh, where we're kind of losing out is our big spends mm-hmm. and understanding where to put the big dollars week to week. Yep. Yeah, I I think we only missed on ATN. Juju got hurt. Um, Pickens scored just as much as Tyreek for twenty or thirty four hundred dollars less. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know we we had the right call there. Devonte Adams was good to go. Dalton Schultz was nice tight end um, at fifty five hundred versus Cole Command at fifty three hundred. So. Yeah, Cole Komet like scored seven more points, but um, Dalton Schultz like I think probably had more targets. Um, defense hurt us, and then these two guys, and then I I think we were probably like those 
these two guys, Etienne and Juju, away from you know getting into the the hundred dollar boys. Um, so can you imagine? I think, too, I don't know if this is correlation or causation, but every time we pick guys and they do well, I like to see them go up in price the following week. It's kind of like a nice validation. Again, I don't know (laughs) which of those two ends of the spectrum we fall on, but for our purposes here, I'm going to go ahead and say that that is correlation to our brilliant minds. And we're going to go with that. I think the listeners are, are, you know, understanding where we're going. We we told everyone in America that Jonathan Taylor would never be $7,000 again. and all of a sudden he's up over eight. So um we gotta build a lineup. Yeah, we do. Yep. And I've got quarterback. Is that right? We want to start from the top. Yeah, let's start a quarterback. And then I've got Alex's pick of the week. And uh and, and then you Alex, a big week to follow, He loaned it to you. I loaned it to him. You got a big week to follow. Jeff Wilson was a nice little find there. So let's see what you can do this week. Yeah, yeah. Big shoes. I mean, and you're missing one of the most elite offenses in the game. You can't even uh, yeah. pick from. So that makes it a little harder <laughs> for you. You're not going to have any access to that absolute wagon out out in Denver. Um, but you'll find it. You'll find some some guys uh, at quarterback. So I kind of went back and forth on this. Like you know, Josh Allen's banged up. They did move that game, but he's the high price guy, and we've been doing all right with some of those. Um, it's too, there's no value to play Hertz anymore. Like he, he's not going to continue to just put these numbers up. Like this will be the last week too, especially with the schedule they've got upcoming, but I'm not willing to bet that he's going to do another 40 point week. Um, the Falcons tend to grind the game out. There's not a lot of possessions in games when you play the Falcons. So I don't think that that's going to be like a big high, high scoring affair. So as I make my way down here, I saw Joe Burrow. I said, you know, I'd like to play some Bengals. That offense throws the ball a lot, but Pittsburgh's yeah. defense is getting healthy. A little bit worried about them. I ended up making my way down to Dak at 7,500, um, which will save us a little bit of money later for running back. Minnesota's not Minnesota's good, but not playing any defense. Cowboys kind of had a down week last week. So I think they're going to come out trying to make a statement because that's a team that thinks that they're in, in position to win it. So I think he's like a nice, not super expensive, but high upside option. Um, He's been, you know, since he came back from injury after that first game where they like eased him in, he's got back to back 20 plus point weeks. So I think that's a decent spot, especially because it'll correlate with with um, some nice stacking options as well. So that's my quarterback. That's what I'm going with. I don't know if you guys have any other insight or any other options, but that's where I landed. I, I love it. I, I thought about Joe Burrow myself, but I worry about uh, Pittsburgh putting points on the board. And it could be another repeat of last week where since he's up by 30 plus points at halftime and they're just going to ground it out the rest of the game. I, I appreciate this. And, you know, it's funny. I remember thinking back to the first or second podcast we did. No one wanted to go near Dallas. We t- called them a dumpster fire. Yeah. This is an untouchable team this season. And now they've kind of turned it around and they're looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I told you guys this earlier before we started, but they're in the past four weeks, which is basically um, kind of encapsulates since Dak has come back, they are seventh in the league in neutral pass rate. That's what we want. We want teams throwing the ball because quarterbacks aren't scoring otherwise, unless you're a unicorn in the moment like Fields and all of his production is coming from rushing, which is just not sustainable. Or yeah, you're not going to have 170 rushing yards. No. Um, no. So, yeah, that's where I landed. I didn't really love any other options. And I think we talked about, too, we're going to spend up a little bit probably at running back this week. So that saves us potentially another grand or so there. So we are. 
And Alex, I've got um, I've got some money to save you at running back, tight end, right. wide receiver. Um, I was looking at usage rates and like who's playing forty percent of snaps or more at running back. I thought about Ramondre Stevenson at eighty one hundred, but that wouldn't be in line with Alex's pick of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, he usually likes to dig a little bit deeper and. Then I thought about Cordell Patterson, like he's back in the offense. Yep. I landed on Najee Harris. Um, okay. And I know he has been less than exciting um, for any fantasy owners. And I think the reason behind that is he is a first round pick and his floor is 10 points. He's at $6,500. Like he is going to get you 10 points. His rushing attempts have gone up. Um, other than the game against Philadelphia, where no one can run the ball against Philly anyway. However, he still saw 14 targets, um, 14 touches, and he's only been in the end zone. He's been in the end zone four times rushing and receiving. So he's he's getting in there, but I think there is something that is about to break. And I know they've got, I, I can't think of his name. Is it Watson there back there, you know, um, complimentary running back. But I think if you want volume and that's what we're looking for from a running back, uh, Najee Harris is, he's getting it and he's as healthy as he's going to be this season. And I think as cheap as he is going to be this season, tell me why I'm wrong. And that's okay. I don't, I actually was sniffing around him as well. I mean, he's getting a lot of volume. That offense is kind of blah, but since he doesn't play a lot of defense, I don't hate it. Um, I think to my point that we just talked about, since he could be up by a lot, it could be some good garbage time, screen passes. Uh, he could get in the action there. I, I'm not going to push back on this one. I like it. Alex, you're up, bud. All right. Uh, so we're going to look at a running back first. Let's spend some money here. I, yeah. I think we go heavy. There's one name on the board that's worth spending the money on right now. And I think it's top of the list guy here in Saquon. Yep. I think this matchup is almost guaranteed points, and this is where we should put the money in. Yeah, I don't have any argument there. I mean, he's rock solid every week. It's it's he's you can't lose. I mean, he hasn't. I don't think he's had a week. His worst week of the season so far was like ten points in week two. That was his floor. So he's showing us a ceiling of like eighteen plus every week, which is pretty nice. And we know Detroit's defense is getting a little better, but they're not. He's all they've got. They literally don't have anybody else in the offense. So I love it. Yep. Maddie stack that receiver. We got anybody out there? Yeah, let's 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 roll CD Lamb in there. I know um if we're gonna stack Dak, it's gotta be with either him or Schultz. There really aren't any other options there. Obviously, last week was a pretty big blow-up week, but you know, it just let's not get cute, right? If we're gonna stack them, we have to go this route. So that kind of feels like let's just plug them in and go with it. You guys good with that? I, I'm very good with that. Um at receiver, I'm not really sure where to go from here because I don't know what we're leaving, but I do have a couple options that I want to throw out and then see what you guys think, and then um, we'll see where the lineup shakes. But I'm on Ross St. Brown if you want to do a run back in that game. Um, he's back to just an incredibly elite target share. I mean, he's getting double-digit targets every week. I think he saw 30% of the team's targets last week. Hawkinson's gone. Hawkinson's gone, like extreme pencil volume. In. Yeah, pencil him in. I also like McLaurin at 7,300 um, just because they've been feeding him the ball, but Houston doesn't defend the run very well. 
So that could be a game where we come back later to like a Brian Robinson or a Gibson dart. Um, Cause we never have enough Gibbies. We always need multiple Gibbies. Oh, I like um, dart. It's the first time I've heard it. Yeah. Other, other, other receivers, this guy, what's his name? Cortland. No wrong guy. Um, <laughs> I, I like, so I like the expensive, like Higgins is 7,600, but again, I don't really know much about Pittsburgh's D and what they're doing right now. So if we start going down a little bit, um, Pittman against Philly is tricky, even with Matt Ryan back, but I'm kind of like down into this zone. And the only person I really see in here that I actually trust at all, to be honest, is I kind of like Jacoby Myers because the Jets play a lot. Like Sauce Gardner doesn't move around the formation. He's going to be on one side of the field. He's going to be on one side of the field and they're going to scheme Myers up with a lot of those underneath targets. And if he happens to get one in the end zone, that's not bad. But honestly, there's a lot of guys in this zone, right? Like you could play Olave against the Rams, who are very clearly broken. Um, DJ Moore against Baltimore, although out of, out of a bye week, that team could be tough. So I don't know if we want to go I, there. Yeah, I I tend to stay one. I tend to stay away. One one guy that stood out to me um, was like, what about Michael Gallup? It, like there is zero. He his issue is health, right? Like it's not talent and it saves a ton of money if we want to go crazy and like stack this lineup with Saquon, CD lamb um, and maybe another wide receiver instead of Amon Ra that you're not allowed to select, but Alex could. Yeah. Um, And, and just go all in on that Dallas, Minnesota game at four twenty five and get a little, get a little wild there. I don't know. Um, I, I don't have a great, I told you guys earlier, I don't have a great feel this week. Like this is the part of my lineup where I kind of got, I think I like all these pieces so far. I feel really good about the volume that we're going to get from Lamb and Brown. Yep. Why don't we skip that third receiver? You guys start, let's plug Alex, in the tight end. Let's do a defense and let's see if that makes the decision a little easier. Alex, let's see defense. Start with defense here. I think yeah, we got to make some money here. We've, we've got a, a lot going on in, in the lineup already. If I'm looking at just matchups, right? So this is one of those weeks, like, I'm not going to spend 5000 on Patriots, right? No. I, I Stop hovering the cursor over the Broncos. We're going to remove you from the Zoom. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't say I wouldn't. <laughs> this week, I like uh, Atlanta. Playing against Chicago, relatively cheap at 3400 Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, ceiling here is 10 points, but I think we're not flirting with negative. Nice and cheap. It fits the uh, cheap defense corollary. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the only thing that I can see on here is if we look up at the top, you know, New England, Philly, Baltimore, maybe you could get it up to 15 points on those if you really wanted to take a chance. But I don't want to spend 5000 for maybe 10 extra points. Can I make a um, – I do have actually have a defense that I feel good about this year, okay. uh, this week, and I don't know where it leaves us otherwise, but I think the Saints are a pretty good play. They were my second choice, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be more than willing to make that switch. Oh, there. And the only reason I say it, AB, is because um, the Falcons aren't going to get probably any sacks against Fields. He's unsackable right now. He's all yeah. over the place. So they're going to need picks, but he also isn't throwing the ball. He's throwing like 12 passes a game. So it kind of limits our upside to me, but I don't know. I'm always wrong on defense. No, whereas... I, I like that analysis. I'm, I'm on, on board. You're, you're good with it? Okay. Because yep. I know the Saints, I mean, the Rams are a disaster. The Saints are playing at home, I believe, right? Isn't that game in the yeah. Dome? And they have upside to get 
I mean, they're look at the amount of sacks they're piling up. Sacks these last are few weeks. piling up left and right, and and, and no picks oh. or fumble recoveries or anything. Those like yeah. those that that's all variants that could come back. So I, I like them. I think they're a good mid range D. I do too. Let's let's pencil them in. I I think if we want to save money later mm-hmm. on. We we can revert back um, to the Falcons. Okay. Um. So if we if there's someone we love, uh, tight end Al. What are you thinking? This is a tough one because the line in the sand here, it goes from like 5,500 for anybody that's going to score points to just nothing. It falls off a face of a cliff afterwards. So I don't think this is somewhere we can come in and spend $4,500. I mean, I'm loving Kemet again. Do, does mm. he do this three weeks in a row? This is tough to, to put the money there. Uh, but it almost seems silly not to ride that train right now he's obviously clicking really well yeah yeah he's the first read on a lot of those too all right let's go with commit um the other thought i had at tight end was don't say uh, it uh-oh <laughs> it wasn't dulcich the island <laughs> the island of foster moreau no, it was Hunter Henry. And, I, again, secondary thought. I think that he... 4,900. Like, this is a game that he gets into the end zone, and he, I, I don't, has he scored this year more than one touchdown? Uh, he, had a, he had a couple weeks there where he did, no, he did one. He's got one score. He's got one score. And, like, I don't think he's going to see more, but Mac looks to him in the red zone. Like, we all know that. We all watch the games. Um and he had 10 touchdowns last year. Yeah, he's shown the ability to do it. It's it's kind of a regression to the mean or, or prog- progression to the mean. Yeah. Um, so I I wouldn't mind saving some money unless you're in love with Komet. I think they this could be the week that Komet falls off and Hunter Henry has like 3.4% ownership rate but gets into the end zone and gets you 11 points. No, I'm good with it. I think that the caveat there is that no pushback, but I don't think we could go Myers too, right? And have two. No, no, we would have to skip him. Yeah, we'd have to skip him for sure, which is okay. I wasn't like super sold there. We don't want two of them. Definitely not. Agree. I'm okay with that because it it leaves us. um, Now we got a, we've got a little bit of money to spend on receiver um, and flex. So where does that leave us? We've got this telling us we can basically, so if you put, yeah. Um, if you put, so this leaves us kind of in like the six grand ish range, which is okay. Cause we were making our way down and we were kind of seeing some of these names. Um, Duvernay. I like Duvernay. He did nothing. Yeah. What happened last week? Why was he shut down? What, what, what they do special to keep him out of the offense? I do, so they played that was before the bye. They had who New Orleans. They ran the ball. They ran the ball a lot. Maybe New Orleans is susceptible on the ground, and they figured that was an easier way because they because Drake had a big game. He had a uh, he had almost like a hundred yards and two touchdowns. So I'm I'm looking at Mark Andrews specifically if we want to mm-hmm. talk about Duvernay um, because Duvernay is probably their most explosive player outside of Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he gets, he doesn't get lost in the shuffle completely with Mark Andrews, but they look to get him involved on like a, you know, jet sweep or, you know, um, 
out of the backfield, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, if if Andrews is out, I would love to play Duvernay. I think he makes perfect sense there. Do we have a confirmation on Andrews? Let's see. Last time he's questionable. He's questionable. Oh. Um said he took quite a few reps. Yeah, that's tough. Maybe that makes because if we build Duvernay into the lineup here at six grand, it hamstrings us elsewhere because of the fact that there's not a lot of other options there. So let's just make sure there's nobody else in that zone that we like. Do we do we want to take a ride on the Donovan Peoples Jones Express? Everybody's been cashing in there for the last few weeks. I mean, he's he's been pretty consistent and it stands to reason they're gonna have to try to score, right? Yeah, and and I think we probably have a lineup right now other than Saquon that like is going to be under and probably CD Lamb like under 15% mm-hmm. owned. Yeah. Um where you know, we might just ride with uh ride with the people. We're we're men of the people here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they love us. Um I know Cleveland doesn't love us, but no, uh, no, not at this point. But you know what? Bridges are burned. We'll repair them later if we feel the need. It's up, it's up to our discretion. I, I think you know, in terms of upside, he's probably has the most upside. With with the injuries being questionable, you know, a comment like that saying he's taking more reps. It sounds like he's gonna play. I like this choice more than Duvernay. Okay. I mean, he's been getting the ball. Buffalo's going to score. They're playing it in, in the dome, so there's no weather concerns, even though it would have been really cool if they did that. So, um, yeah, plug him in. He's in. Okay, so now we got what to spend on a flex? 5,500. You know, that's where that's where gems are found. Let's dial up the value and see if we can find one. Alex, we need you back. Alex, get Dude, us some value. Dig us up some value. We're looking here. Let's see. Dig us up a value nugget. It's funny. Um, One of my value guys that I kind of go to, but I don't like his matchup this week is Mac Collins. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But playing Denver this week, I hate. I can't believe I'm saying it right now. I don't like that matchup. But he's mm-hmm. a sneaky little guy that can get in there for. You know, you have a ceiling of twenty. To be honest, um, yeah. I don't hate it because certain the best cornerback in NFL history. History, yeah. Yep. Um, it's going to be lined up against Devontae Adams. Yep. He's pretty much shadow him all day. Damari Mathis, um, he's showing promise as a fourth-round pick. I'm going to zip it in a second. Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> however, um, he can be picked on a little bit, and that's the place to pick on Denver's defense is the second wide receiver. Um, so I don't but- – What's the pass rush look like in Denver right now? It's still strong. I mean, even without Chubb, um, they drafted. You're doing this to me. Um, I, well, no, it's for, but it's for, it's for, <laughs> a, it's for a purpose. We're not just letting you wax poetic so, on the so, Hall of Fame candidacy of first year players on the Broncos. <laughs> second year player, um, but um, Nick Benito, uh, second round pick, and he's he's been good. Um, Baron Browning is back, who looks. Excellent. Um, they moved him from inside to outside lead backer um, in the preseason, and he is he's a star in the making. Um, his pass rush rush percentage is off the charts. It's up there in the top ten. Um, so it, it's it's not amazing. Carr gets the ball out really quickly, and I think what the Raiders have done over the last five games against Broncos is Josh Jacobs just chewed him up. Um, and and so like I I wouldn't play him here because I I couldn't bear to watch him rack up points, um, but I think uh, 
I, I think they're going to stay away from throwing the ball too much. Um, my, so my other point here, or other pick here, if we stayed away from that defense would be Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah. Yeah, he's a high variance guy. He's yeah. There's there's just not a whole lot going on down here. As you look at these, there isn't. There really isn't. Which should we? You know, none of these guys really excite me. But then this is what I do. I do this exercise. I look up a little bit. I look up another couple hundred dollars, and I take a look at those guys. And there's not a whole lot in there either. Like it's just a weird kind of a gross week. You could probably talk me into Drake London actually at fifty seven hundred if we could move some things around. Um. Only because you figure Chicago's going to be bad. He'll get some targets. He had a touchdown. Yeah, last week. I mean, we could drop off New Orleans and go back to Atlanta or review yeah. Amon Ra. Yeah. Are there any other? Yeah, we could review that. The other defenses that exist in that zone are like, you know, the Lions, the Colts, the Bears, the Steelers, the Giants, which I don't think we're after. I mean, the Giants haven't been too bad this year, actually. They've been getting after it, but the Lions have a good offensive line. This is where I got stuck. I don't know. Somebody help me. Bail me out. All right. So I got your fix. Okay. Where are we going? Where are you thinking here? So we put, we, we're substituting Falcons in for New Orleans. Yes. Oh, no. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't mean to do that. It was just the first $4,900, and that's what we have left. Oh, I was trying man. to figure a way to get Justin Jefferson into the lineup. Um, without Maddie noticing. Um, <laughs> That's the best way to do it. That's how we'll win. That's how However, we'll what if we do this? What if we get rid of... No one's like in love with Donovan Peoples-Jones, right? No. no. Okay. So what if we go to wide receiver, we sub Amon-Ra out for Justin Jefferson, who I think if we want to go in on Dak and CD, like let's go on the other side of that game and mm-hmm. get a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, we're going cheap on defense with the Falcons. Um, and now we need to get two wide receivers for in the $5,400 range. Um, okay. And no I think there are a few we all didn't love, but we're all okay with. We want to go crazy on the Dallas game. I think Michael Gallup makes a lot of sense. Um, I mm-hmm. also think that... Uh, where is he? Noah Brown. Yep. At 5,100. Um, if they're going to throw the ball, which is six targets, three targets, like he might be a zero. Um, but is Noah Brown and Justin Jefferson better than Amon Ra and, um, you know, your 60 and Donovan Peoples Jones? Yeah. On the whole, is it the sum of the parts kind of situation? Yeah. If we're going to do it, I'd go Gallup. Yeah. So if we went Gallup, that leaves us with 5,200. And then we're looking at some challenges. <laughs> yeah. 52. Yeah. There's just nothing down here. We haven't gotten to this point too many times. Um, there aren't any receivers down And, and this that, is so. me pushing to get Justin Jefferson on the lineup because. Well, if you want, he's been, I was going to say, if we want a little bit of exposure to the other side of that Dallas, Minnesota game, 
we could we could go a totally different direction and get how's is Thalen's been sort of losing work or what's his deal? Is he still like getting targets or did did Six Osborne thousand. Osborne pass him at all yet? I mean, look at this seven 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 eight eight nine. And nine. and we know that he's a guy that gets targeted in the end zone because he's like a classic seven six catches for forty yards and two touchdowns guy. Like that's kind of his mo. So we could look that route, and then maybe we're not picking out of the trash heap. You'd have to get rid of Jefferson in this case, though. Oh, okay. Well, maybe not. Actually, I guess I didn't really. No, look no, at no. It. Let's go back to Amon Ra. I I yeah. like your your theory on him. Now um, we have. I mean, it's just volume. He's the guy. There's nobody else in that offense. Now no, we have sixty one hundred. We can do something in flex with sixty one hundred. I mean, I don't hate the thought of going back to London. London. Um. Monty is, I hate him so much. He's just not a good football player, but he's the only guy left there. He's 6,200. It would cause us to have to go down a hundred dollars somewhere else. Um, but he figures to get some volume in that Chicago game, but, um, Algier has been playing, but I don't really know about Patterson either. So that's tough. He's still getting like 30% of target or, uh, yeah, it's not enough. Not last yeah. last week. Didn't look good. No. Um, Snapchat. yeah. Well, let's see. So we have 6,100 and then scroll down so I can see the other part of the lineup because this will make my decision, I think, a little bit easier. So, okay, Henry, if we did London, we could bump up from Henry. Is that worthwhile? What's the difference there? That buys us 400 bucks. We could go from Henry to... Oh, that gets us in commit range, doesn't it? No. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does it? Well, get rid of Hen- Henry in there so we can see how much. Okay, so fifty two hundred. It gets us to the Hayden Hurst zone. Dawson oh. Knox, Jawan Johnson. Definitely, I mean, better options than Henry. Yes, I agree. Um, Henry dart throw. Um, Is it worth that? I, I think so. I, I think what's London, they're looking for him in the end zone now. Yep. Five, seven, six targets the last three weeks. Um, you know, it's it's been... At, at that price, we just need 13 points to pay it off. It was like Pickens last week. That's all you want mm-hmm. out of that. And then Dawson Knox seems safe for like eight. That That would be my pick here, Knox. They moved Fox to Detroit, right? Due. They're playing that they game did. in Detroit. They did, yeah. It's in the dome. Yeah, I I like it. So, um, lineup: Dak, Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley, C.D. Lamb, Amon Ra, Adam Thielen, Dawson Knox, Drake London, Atlanta Falcons. Looks good to me. I like that. There's some upside there. We got, we, we stayed away from the guys who are safe. There's no, there's not, I mean, other than like Saquon's both safe and has upside, but we stayed away from guys that are safe. Like we well, got some upside. And, and you made the point last week too, like, you know, you don't want to chase last week or the previous week. And we did a little bit of that. It didn't hurt us last week because mm-hmm. piled on, um, and I don't think we're doing that. And, and you know, as much no. as I get Justin Jefferson in, like, I, I feel like that would be doing a little bit of that. Like, they, the the Vikings kind of, it felt like they played their Super Bowl last week against them. Yes, yes, there's some letdown coming. Um, and I think if we want someone, let's get, if we want some representation, 
from that lineup, let's get someone cheap. And Thielen is on the field for 60, 70% of plays on offense. Like he's going to get his seven targets. So, yep. uh, so yeah. And, and I, I feel like Dallas has a, a point to make too. Um, yep. after Green Bay, um, uh, Saquon, obviously like he he's getting 55% of share. So um, it's it, the volume is incredible. Like it, everyone made money when Joe Mixon went off. Like there's no reason that, uh, Saquon can't go off against the, the lions. It, it just makes too much, too much sense. Uh, Najee, I'm just going on volume, um, and price and there's no one under 7,000 other than him that is going to give you some, some of that, uh, yeah. balance. There's logic. I, I love it. I I'm talking myself into it. Um, AB, you like this? What do yeah, you like? I'm in on it. Okay. This is going to break us out of the $9 boys. Maybe we'll we can be the $15 boys, boys yeah. next week. <laughs> We're going to be the $15 boys minimum. So before, that's still a three or 200% return. Hell yeah. We close out for the day. Um, what I've been doing is looking at how do you score 200 points? Mm-hmm. So, Dak, what do you think the upside is? 30. Yeah. 20 Najee. to 30. His range is 20 to 30. Najee, probably 15. 15 to 25. Yep. So there's 45. Saquon, 25. He yep. could be 20. 40, though. Saquon's I mean, upside it, is 25 to 35. Yeah. All right. So we're up close to 80. CD. He showed 25. us a, a 20 to 30. Yeah. 110. Then on Ra, 20 to 30. It's called 25, 135. Thalen has a bigger floor. He's more of like a 10 to 20 guy, I feel like. I was going to say, call it 15. Yep. 55. Knox is like a 5 to 10, 15 guy. So 165. Drake London. London's 15. like a 10 to 20. Yeah. 15. Yeah. 175. And then maybe eight. So 180 one, should be good for 20 bucks at least. I, I think we're good at 180 at least. Perfect. Yeah, I think cash it. Score is 180. And I think based on you know our calculations, you could be seeing 240, and that's what it takes to win. So and that is gonna have a lot of our backers very happy. Couple strikes from Dak to CD, and we're in the mm-hmm. money. Yeah, almost by default because it means Thalen's going to have to be involved. They're not going to be able. To, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball in that game very effectively. I, I don't think either team will. Um, yeah, that feels right. We did. Uh, programming note: uh, mm. just wanted to thank everyone this week and big for the week. Past month. This is huge. Um, we had Adam Leach uh, from Congdon's Donuts, Congdon's After Dark. We had uh, Jesse Tarbell, Chris Hoover talking about the world cup so check that out i knew nothing about the world cup couldn't even pronounce mm-hmm. qatar um yep. which i figured yeah. out now um so we're good and then uh and benjamin albright um from broncos country tonight um you're pushing it man we all, we've also had <laughs> <laughs> check out previous episodes um you know sterling street brewery mike mcfarland brian hoy um Ryan Harris, like there, there's a plethora of uh, conversations out there. So um, check it out next week. We might be doing this twice, um, building a Thanksgiving Turkey Day lineup, um, as well as uh, your regular Sunday slate. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. 
Um, and and looking forward to a little bit of a one night in Polly Island uh, podcast draft, um, as well as a Pearson reunion show. Alex, so much. You want to send us out today? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have much. I think that uh, we've solidified ourselves as the nine dollar boys in the past, yeah. and this is our fifteen dollar boy week. So appreciate yeah. you guys having me back on, and you know, let's do some more side bets here. This is fun. Yeah, we just got to ride the lightning. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, guys.